Good evening. Welcome. My name is Brandon. You ready to clean house? All right, let's start. Downward dog. The gift of service, serving oneself. It's the beginning of serving this planet. Feel the earth underneath your hands and your feet. To feel the earth, the beginning of the sannyasin's journey. Move your hips from side to side. A journey from the skin into the bones. Bend your knees. That's it. And lift your hips up. Relax your neck. Drop your skull towards the mat. Open your eyes and seal your lips. Generate the sound of your breath. In yoga, you want to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. The sound you want coming from your throat, so you've got to narrow the aperture of your throat. You want the sound to be like the ocean, the ebb and flow of the ocean. If you can't make sound with your breath, just move the air. Bring your feet together. Breathe out. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Move your upper leg to the left. A sannyasin, a seeker of truth. The truth is right here underneath your nose, underneath your hands, underneath your bottom foot. From your core, press the floor and take your upper leg to the left another inch or so. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Stack your left hip on your right hip. Have you been here before? It's been like a while. Yeah, we'll get you out of this row, okay? Spread your ten toes. Look forward. Walk up to your hands. Separate your feet hip width distance. Ragdoll. Let's move you over here. It's okay. Let me side you back. It's okay. <laughs> you can put a block underneath each hand. Relax your neck. Open your eyes and see one point. If you really want to land in this room... Because I know a lot of us, especially at 545, we've been busy, perhaps doing things for other people, which is good. This is your space. And if you really want to be here in this space, because your body can be here, but the being, the one looking through your eyes and listening through your ears, that could be somewhere else. That could be like just lost in thought. That'll be a huge transformation for the body on your mat. And the shared body in this room, you know, the way you practice, the cause for your practice affects all of us. It's really powerful we're here together. There's no one in this room who doesn't want to be here. You all came here, so I appreciate that. And I acknowledge you. You could be anywhere and you're right here. Make a commitment somehow, some way to really be here. My request is that you stay on your mat. And your work is to open your eyes, see one point clearly. There's 53 poses. This is the foundation of every pose. It's the foundation of the whole practice. Vision, knowing what you stand for, why you're here on earth. Like bringing that into clarity. And you don't have to do that now. You're not here thinking about that. You're here dropping your knowledge, opening your eyes, and waking up the wisdom of the body. Begin to lean in a little bit. Straighten your legs. Go a little bit at a time. Relax your neck. 
Through your nose, take a big breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Bring your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up, lift your arms above you. Wake up your hands, fan your fingers apart. Look up, see one point in the ceiling. Relax your brow. Hey, look forward, bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. up, reach your arms above you, breathe in, bend your knees, bow forward, relax your neck, flat back, you can have your knees bent with your hands on your shins, high plank, could be a beautiful gesture to the body that's on your mat to bring your knees down, come forward and halfway down, low plank, up dog, down dog, all right, now move air. The intention to create sound with your breath, it's to keep you engaged in your listening. Connect to your eardrums. Connect to your throat. Connect to your nostrils. Feel the air enter and exit. Take a huge breath in. Pull it in. Pull it in. Empty it out. Now push it out. Let the out breath land. Get that air out. Bend your knees and look forward. Walk to the front of your mat. Flat back. Breathe in. Exhale, bow forward. Root down. Sweep up. Fold forward. Flat back. High to low plank. Inhale, up dog. Fan your fingers across your mat. Exhale, down dog. The foundation now to locate your hands and your feet as a moment-to-moment -moment practice. You've got to keep the breath flowing. The, mom the moment the breath stops, the, the feeling in the body, you start numbing out slowly. The moment you generate your breath again, the aliveness comes back in your body. Take a huge breath in. Empty out. Push the air out. That's the master key to breathing ujjayi. Look forward and jump to your hands. You can walk. Flat back. Fill your lungs to capacity. Bow forward. Gaze up to your belly button. Straighten your legs and lean in. Root down. Sweep up. Pull more air in. Bow forward. Flat back. High to low plank. Inhale up, dog. Gaze to one point. Exhale down, dog. Your gaze is the foundation for the possibility of ujjayi breath. So you might generate a few breath cycles where there's sound and then it disappears. And I've been practicing ujjayi breath for almost 25 years and I forget, I get hijacked from my ujjayi breath practice. I just start over. 
That's probably what I learned in the 25 years on the mat is the capacity and the courage to begin again. Take a huge breath in. Empty out. Push the air out. Like really get it out. Look forward and a leap of faith up to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow forward. Chair. Now break the energetic seal. You've got to lift your toes up and get your shins moving back. Now pull your belly in and up to your spine. Fan your fingers apart. Breathe in. Empty it out. Like really breathe out on your in-breath. Sit down three or four inches towards your mat. Bow forward. Good. Relax your neck. Halfway up. Low plank. Inhale up, dog. Exhale down, dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Drop your back heel to your mat. Stand up. Investigate the relationship of your feet with the floor. Be intentional, creating the physical foundation, the pose. Create your gaze. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Fan your fingers apart. Breathe in. Breathe out. Fill your lungs. Empty them out. Feels good to breathe. Lengthen your spine. Go up. Firm up your back thigh muscles. Low plank. Inhale up, dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. This is the first organizing principle in our Baptist yoga practice. Practice principles, not poses. The poses will be created if your intention is to create your foundation first. Once you're stable, then you have some malleability and Flexibility. Shift your vision upward. Take a huge breath in. Bring your hands to your mat, low plank. Inhale up, dog. So mind your foundation. Put your finger mounds down through the rubber of your mat. Relax your ankles. And if you want to modify it and have your pelvis or chest on the floor, that's cool. If you want to amplify it, press the tops of your feet on the floor. Lift your thigh bones up. And it feels like you're dragging your hands back. Your intention is to get your spine into your chest. Down dog. All right. Let's be master connectors. Not conceptually either. Connecting one movement to one breath. The breath is the leader. Breathe in. Breathe out. Push the air out. Look forward. Walk or jump to your hands. Flat back. Exhale, bow. Chair. Breathe in. Forward bend. Flat back, low plank, inhale up dog, exhale down dog, warrior one, step your right foot forward, root down, inhale, go up, exhale low plank, inhale up dog, exhale down dog, warrior one, step your left foot forward, this is the best fitness in the world, low plank, inhale up dog, Exhale, down dog. I practiced a lot of different yoga styles. Having heat and having community and, you know, just practicing sun salutations, these full body movements, there's nothing like it. We're so lucky. Breathe in. Breathe out. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Bow. Flat back. Chaturanga. Chaturanga. 
Up dog. Down dog. Warrior. Kick it. Right leg. Now from the core, press down. Go up. Go back a little bit. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior one. Step your left foot forward. Now rise up and fill the space. Really fill it. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Full on up dog. Down dog. Gaze to one point. You keep renewing your vows with your breath. I mean, as creators or people who want to make something happen and create something, we always got to remember where we're up to because we'll just get taken out otherwise. Breathe in. Breathe out. Look forward and jump to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow. Chair, just stay in the course. Fold forward. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, step your right foot forward. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog, warrior one, step your left foot forward. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip over. Locate your feet from your core. Press your feet in the floor. Lift your hips up. Relax your neck. Open your eyes. Side plank. Spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. Be intentional in creating the physical foundation of the pose so you can practice your gaze steady and your breath flowing. If your gaze is steady and clear and your breath is flowing, you're in your zone. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward. Crescent lunge. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the right. Do an honest inspection of your foundation. Be mindful you've got about hip-width distance between the feet. Look down at your feet and see that you've got about hip-width distance between the feet. Both feet face 12 o'clock. You can straighten your arms. Five. You can add a block underneath your bottom hand. Four. If you're in the prayer, pull your thumb knuckles in your sternum. Elevate off your front thigh bone. Three, now tighten up your back thigh muscles. Pull in, pull in. Press down on the earth. Lift up and spin it. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Wrap your upper arm around your back. Set your gaze to one point. You can do a check-in at the feet. Once your heels are in one line, and your front foot's precisely on 12 o'clock. Check out the back toes. Make your back toes point more towards 10 or 11 o'clock. Five. Vinyasa is a dance when you're in the zone. Four. The breath's moving you. You're not trying hard. Three. You're trying easy. Two. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip your dog with practice, especially asana practice, vinyasa practice. We know when, when we know how to turn the energetic dial up. We know when to push forward. And we get a sense, we trust ourselves, when to yield and do less. Side plank. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. You're constantly adapting. That's what it is to be in your power. Do I need more control or do I need to surrender more? Do I need more effort? 
more ease. If you're intentional with the foundation, you can be right in the middle of all that. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Be intentional in creating the foundation of the pose. Prayer twist to the left. One of the most empowering things in a twist is breathing through it. If your feet are on one line, it's going to be like you're on a tightrope. Five. Four. Take your back heel forward. Three. Firm up your back thigh muscles. Pull into the back thigh bone. Press down to the earth. Lift up and spin. Warrior two. Catch the in-breath. Extended side angle. Will you look down at your feet and line up your heels? Half bind. So there's visual measures that you're studying. This is self-study here. Put your front foot on 12 o'clock. Five. Now, we don't have mirrors, but you can see if your shoulders are dropping forward. You want to stack your shoulders, your pelvis, and your ankles on a vertical plane. Three. Lift the front of your pelvis up as your tailbone descends. Now, pin your shoulders to your back. Breathe in. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Breathe in. Empty it out. Look up to your hands and jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Prayer twist to the right. This is sacred space. Hold good space. Don't let your foundation come apart. Get into the pose and embody your feet. Look down at your feet. If you don't embody your feet intentionally in yoga, you will never embody your feet. It's going to happen right now or it doesn't happen. So look down at your feet. This is the first pathway into embodying any space in your body. To be present in any space in your body, you first have to bring it into view. You want to get inside, you have to see the outside. Maybe you separate your heels, but have your feet on 12 o'clock and maybe a little space between your heels. Now you want some maneuverability. Stick your bum out and press your collarbones forward. About five more counts. You can straighten your arms. When you want to come out of the pose, that's when it begins. Five. A moment to true up. Four. Three. Two. Outside. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width distance. Fingers to toes pose. Lengthen your spine. Pull the crown of your head towards your mat. Create sthirasukha. Sthirasukha is just a fancy word, the yogic word for control and surrender. If you bend your knees, you'll bring a little more sukha, a little more space into the pose, and bring your chest to your thighs. Now you want your chest flat on your thighs. Now create a little more sthira, straighten your legs, but you've got to keep your chest in your thighs, or you lose the sukha, the good space. Stable but relaxed. Stable and relaxed. Let me say that. Let go of your toes. Crow. Effort and relaxation. Five. Four. You can rewire your whole nervous system when you play the edge. Three. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Look forward and jump up to your hands. Come halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Bring your hands to a prayer, your heart center. Twist to the left. 
looking down at your feet. Look down at your feet, embody presence. Can you sense that when you're looking at your feet, you can embody your feet? And you don't have to look at your feet to embody your feet, but if you've been practicing yoga for less than 10 years, it's good to train here looking at your feet and really seeing your feet. I mean, you could be training for 20 years. I keep my gaze on my feet for most of the time in this pose. If I want, I look up to the sky, but I never lose the clarity of the gaze. If I do, I go right back to the feet. About 10 counts. Spread the baby toes from the fourth toes, fourth from third, third from second. Now turn your inner ankles back and press your outer ankles towards your mat. Take your pelvis three or four inches towards the floor and your collarbones towards the front of the room. Lift off your thighs. Bring your belly in. Spin more. Bring your hands to the mat. Separate your feet hip width. Gorilla. Create sthirasukha. Begin to straighten your legs. If your chest is on your thighs, if it's not, get it to your thighs. Lean in. Relax your neck. Open your eyes. There's a tendency for the space between your ears to get clogged up when your eyes close. Open them up. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Crawl. Five. Four. Three. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Look forward and jump up to your hands. Come halfway up. Forward bend. Root down and stand up. Take your arms high. Breathe in. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm underneath your left arm. Five. Keep your gaze on one point. Four. Access to equanimity. Three. Seeing clearly. Not as a concept. Right here. Sweep up. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. Wrap your left arm under your right arm. What service you're doing for your joint systems? Five. Keep your shoulders stacked above the hips. Four. Your wrists above your elbows. Three. Lower your chin to your chest a little bit. Take the sides of your neck back. Sweep up. Eagle. Five. Inflow. Four. The poses are like bookends. Three. It's the flow, the transitions we want to uh, nail. Breathe out. Sweep up. Catch it. Eagle. Keep the air flowing. Get that soft air into all that hard tissue around the shoulders, the pelvis. Breathe out. Pull into the center line of your body. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Empty it out. Standing leg raise. Come up to the front of your mat. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up so it's square. Stay here or extend your upper leg in front of you. One. Two. If you're going to straighten your upper leg, grab your toe or the outer edge of your upper foot. Or just stay with the knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Gaze to the left. Pull your upper limbs into the midline of your body. It's almost like the upper limbs get dislocated. Pull in. Take your upper leg forward. Lift your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Airplane. Now seal the lips so no fuel leaks out. Lift the shoulders above the hips a little bit. Half moon. 
Be intentional in creating the physical foundation of pose. That'll encourage you to play your edge. Without being connected to something bigger, you won't be risky. Five, I'm not asking you to be unsafe. I'm just asking you to get out of the box a bit. Four, you can do half bow. You bend your upper knee and grab your upper ankle. Three, pull your belly button in and up to the spine. Now look up, tight here. Kick it to, yes, ragdoll. That was good. Good job. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together and stand up. Lift your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Empty it out. Standing leg raise. Balance on your right leg. Lift your left knee up to hip height. Stay here or extend your upper leg in front of you. One. You can use a strap, too. Two. Around the upper foot. Three. Four. <laughs> Take your upper leg to the left. Gaze to the right. Be true and pull the air in. And if it feels like it knocks you off course, that is the course. Bring your upper leg forward. Lift your arms above you. Breathe in. Airplane. Can you keep renewing your relationship with the floor? Your gaze at the floor. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. Be mindful of the people behind you. You don't want to kick anybody. Be conscious. Stay here, a half bow. It's nice sometimes to come up in the fingertips. That way you get some more space where you're in your right hip. Look up. Pull your belly to your spine. Good. Come alive. Come alive. Yeah, ragdoll. Good job. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together and stand up. Lift your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Empty it out. All right, you're doing great. Dancer, lift your left arm up. Lower your right arm down. Bend your right knee. Grab your right ankle or your shin. Honor the process. Don't rush the process. Five, keep your gaze steady and your eyeballs tender. Four, manage the micro muscles that move your eyes. Three, keep your eyes still. Now lift your thigh muscles up to the thigh bones. Kick your upper shin back. All right, bring your upper foot to the mat. Dancer, work with your left leg and your left hand. Of course, the whole body. Five, gaze up, up, four, up, up, up. Three, tight. Kick your upper shin back, two, exit with ease. Dancer, 10. It's an ingenuity in vinyasa and flow. We're just in it. The pose never ends. Steady and calm. Stira sukha. Effort and ease. Five. Relax your brow. Four. Lead with the heart, not the head. Take the sides of the neck back. Three. Put some oomph into your upper shin. Kick it back. Now go forward and up. Two. Great. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Dancer. Left leg. Aim. Vision's everything. It's everything. Knowing what you stand for. And in a yoga pose, you're standing for your central vision and the fluidity, the flow of your breath. Five. Relax effort. Four. Don't try hard. Try easy. 
three, kick your upper shin back, kick it, really kick it, go forward, two, yeah, bring your upper foot to the mat, that's the way to be, three, balance on your left leg, bring your hands to your heart center, okay, the combination of the people in the room, the, just the space itself, the 53 poses arranged in the sequence, the attention on breath and gaze, it's magic. There's nothing like this on the planet, this practice, just to be right here, not ahead of the game, right here, just right here, the hands of the heart center, conscious of the center of the chest. Move in from the skin into the body where the heart is. Embody that space. How do you get in there? You've got to keep your eyes steady and clear, straightforward, maybe up a little bit. Lift your arms to the sky. Now that your arms are up, funnel energy down through your fingers, the arms, the lateral body, pelvis, legs, root into earth and go straight up. Great. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the floor. Tree, balance on your right leg. Just systematically moving through the body, spreading awareness. From the one point of emphasis, right now the hand mudra, the feet, from yoga we work from the periphery in. So lower the chin down to the chest a little bit. Lift the crown of your head up. Lift your arms to the sky. Okay, so we're conscious of the feet, the hands, the skull, but how about behind the heart? Locate your lower ribs and knit them right into the center line of your body. Expand your mid-back. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the ground. Reach your arms high. Breathe in. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior one. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Five, be intentional in creating the physical foundation of the pose. So you go beyond the pose. Four, it becomes poetic. When you're connected to earth, connected to something bigger than your effort, Three, lift your toes up. Energy will start streaming. Lift your thigh muscles up. Pull your tricep muscles in. Now full radiate out. Ground down, stand up. Face left. Lift your arms above you and lower your right arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Just make your hands connect at your upper back. Breathe in. Bow forward. It's good if you've got tight shoulders or... Even shoulder injury, this, actually, this rotation could actually be really powerful. You've got to work into tissues that are um, perhaps injured. I mean, intuitively, sometimes you don't want to do that, but a lot of the times, um, that's what the body needs. Little pressure, so blood starts flowing into these regions. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Face front. Keep your shoulders bound. Bow over your front leg. Adjust your feet so you're stable and you can lengthen your spine. You can traction your spine. You can move your heart forward. It's from your foundation. Twisting triangle. James, shorten your stance a little bit. Brian, go a little longer. Ducky, go wider. Think with your feet. You can bend your front knee a little bit. 
Square your pelvis to the mat. Once your pelvis is squared to the mat, you can lift your right arm to the sky. Now work, Stiyata Sukha. Five, four, from the inner ankles up the legs. Tilt your pelvis back and move your collarbones forward. Three, pin your shoulders to your back. Take your shoulders to your back. Lift up and spin it. Chaturanga, nice. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, step your left foot forward. Warrior two, and channel in this fire, this heat through your body. Straighten your legs, triangle. Make power lines. Bones are like electrical wires and muscles are like the insulation. So arrange your feet. So you're, you're like right at the edge of stability. Yeah, there's some freedom there. If you spread your toes and ground the four corners of your feet in your mat. Five. Four. Lift your quadricep muscles up. Three. Pull these in. Drop this down. Two. Good. Stand up. Face Harvard Street. Lift your arms above you. Lower your left arm by your side and bind your shoulders. Ooh, so good if you've got tight shoulders. Bow forward. The first thing I do is I'll bring awareness to my feet. If I, if I lost awareness of my feet, I'll look down at the feet, and that'll be the beginning of returning to my foundation, returning to and remembering what matters most for me. You've got to wire this into your body, rewire the nervous system to be ready now for whatever's here. So you become a master at just adapting. Lift your thigh muscles up. Pull in. Breathe in. Empty it out. Tight here. Tight. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Keep your shoulders bound. Play around. I'll step my back foot up. And then maybe it's, okay, too far up. I'll, I'll step it back again. Maybe widen the foundation. Lift your toes and spread them apart. Twisting triangle. A lot of you guys are ready to take the block to the outside of your front foot. Ground the four corners of your feet in your mat. Five, stiyata sukha. Four. Three, go forward. Lift up and a spiral through it. Two, chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. You ready for Shavasana? Load on the mat. Four, three, two, lay down. Good. Bring your arms by your side. Flip your head to the other side. I tell you, when we're in it, especially if we're new, it can be so intense. I've been practicing for a long time. It's intense every time I step on my mat. But every time I leave my mat, I'm, I'm renewed, I'm transformed. It never fails. Clasp your hands at your lower back. The body will never lie to you. On your in-breath, pull the limbs to center line and lift your thigh bones and collarbones up. There's a tendency in all back bends for the thigh bones to drift apart. No good. You've got to pull the thigh bones to center. Five, and move your shoulder blades into the center line of your body. Four, so much that your shoulder blades push your spine to your chest. Three, pull in, Drucker. Pull in, two, come down. All right, breathe in. Empty it out. 
Bal. Pull your thigh bones to the midline. On your in-breath, move your shin bones back. Study Stirasuka. That's the experience of being right in the fire. Relaxed. Effort. Five. Being transparent. Dropping your guard. Four. Three. Lift your collarbones up. Two. Come down. Breathe in. Empty it out. Let it go. Bow. You got it. This is the work. This is the work that transforms lives right here. This heat. It's coursing through your arms and your legs. Ten. Effort and ease. Follow through. It's not about just strength and flexibility. It's longevity. It's staying the course. Remembering what matters most. Five. That we're unguarded. Four. We're unblocked. We're here. Three. Clear. Two. Come down. Good, Amir. Up dog. Down dog. Camel. Bring your knees to your mat. Stand up on your knees. Create your foundation so it supports you. Five. And opening your heart and getting real. Four. Three, like literally melting physical barriers. Two, down dog. Camel. The posture of learning how to tell the truth. Bring your knees in so it doesn't hurt your low. You see how? And then bring your feet wider. So you want your sitting bones down. Five, and pull these down. Good. Four, that's it. Three, press your feet down into your mat. Press your hips forward. Now work your shoulder blades to the spine line and push your spine to your chest. Down dog. You're doing okay. Bridge. Laying your back. Oh, goodness. Thank goodness we're here. Like in bridge and not in sun salutation A's. Lift your hips off the mat. Walk your shoulder blades into one another and clasp your hands. Five. It's one of the boons of practicing power yoga, especially vinyasa, baptist yoga. Our whole relationship with time changes. Like really. And we realize like this is all I have right now. Like this, right here. This is my life. How I'm living and how I am right now is how I am. Okay, come down. Reset your feet. Bridge or wheel. Put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Be in your power. Make a choice to give everything you have. And just be true. On your in-breath, press down. Come on up. Five. Four. Three. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. You can do that. You're strong. You can practice for a while. You can do that. You can practice. You can do it. Wheel. Be a yes to what's possible. Put your, put your attention on what's possible, not what you can't do, what you can do. Press down and come up. Eric, lace them up. Better. Walk them in. Yeah. Five. Squeeze my legs. Four. Pull in, pull in. Three. You okay? Two. Come down. 
two more. Okay, I was gonna say three and I had instant compassion. I was like, two more. All right, ready? Set, press down, wheel. You know, if you want the things in your life that you want to have happen, if you want them happening, you've got to get used to working hard like this. Five, and pushing. Four, not violently and not forcefully. Three, bring down into earth. Two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. All right. One more? Is that it? Wow, okay. Ready? Set? Wheel. Try it out. You can do it. I'll help you out. What's that? Okay. Five, four, three, relax here. Two, come down. So next time, just grab the strap. Bring the bottoms of your feet together and splay your knees apart. Go like that. That'll help get the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, did you feel that? That'll help. You can chill now. <laughs> chill if you want. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. Breathe into the space under your armpits. Can you get the expansion of the in-breath into that fascia, into that region? And how about into the front of the pelvis, the fingertips? Breathe in. Empty it out. Pull your knees into your body. Move from side to side. See if you can uh, put a little pressure in the kidneys and the muscles around the spine. Dead bug. You can grab your big toes or the inner edges of the feet or the outer edge of the feet, the inner thighs. Jack call. You okay? You okay? Pull your legs down and tilt your pelvis down. Pull your belly down towards your spine. Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs vertically. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Breathe them. Exhale and come up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Exhale, exhale, exhale. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, forty. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Sit on your forearms and lower your legs thirty percent towards your mat. Lower your legs 30% towards the floor. Make your legs hover about two inches from the mat. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees into your chest and bicycle. You do a lot of work to get here. I acknowledge that. Like to get here in the room and then to get here in the sequence where your blood's heated up and the, the muscles, the, the whole body's filled with awareness on some level. Follow through. We'll do about 10 more counts. When it starts to burn, that's when it starts. The tapasya practice begins. Stay with it. Five, four, three, 
two, one. Lift your legs up. Sit on your forearms and lower your legs 30%, 60%, 90% down. We'll do one more round. Lift your legs up to the sky. Lower your legs one-third towards the mount. Two-thirds, two inches from the ground. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up to the sky. Pull your knees into your chest. Twist. Take your knees to the left and your chin to your right shoulder. Close your eyes. Breathe in, empty it out. Bring your knees up to center and over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. Breathe into your vital organs. So you breathe in, the lungs expand, it puts pressure on the, the space around the lungs. Like learning how to massage yourself, serve yourself, study yourself from the inside out. Breathe in, empty it out. Come back to center. Pull your knees into your chest. Grab your hand, your thighs. Rock and roll three or four times. Get some momentum. And vinyasa through to down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. Be intentional in creating the foundation of the pose. Once the foundation is set, you, you can practice breathing deep. It'll be challenging to breathe deep because it takes a lot of volition. It's a lot of willpower to pull the air in and to push the air out. It's happening on its own, but if you move the body around intentionally and create space internally, you'll breathe deeper and you'll want to breathe more. And you'll see how important it is to arrange your body into a space where you're stable. You can bring your front shin forward more. You could bring it back more. You could put a block underneath your right hip and you can put a block underneath your head. But make lining up with earth, laying your body on earth, standing on earth, make that in the practice of awareness. Are all the parts of your body touching the floor? Is the weight evenly spread out through the foundation? When you breathe out, notice where there's tension in the body. Maybe it's just holding out, hiding out in the shoulders or the neck. Usually that is. Take your arms forward. And can you feel that when you breathe in, the whole body expands from the inside out? Come awake to the inside of the body. Flex your upper foot. And your jaw, relax your jaw. There's areas in the body will tense right up if you don't bring your attention to them. And there's areas that tense up that 
um, because they're tense, we don't bring our attention to them. The moment we bring our attention to that tension, a lot of it's excess tension, it's attention starts to melt that holding, the muscle tension, it starts to hold it, attention, bring an awareness into these regions. And whatever's in there, whatever psychological stuff is making the muscles hard, it's not just physical stuff, it's psychological stuff, resentments, grudges, that stuff stores itself in the body. And when you start putting pressure on these hard tissues, you can be sure that that stuff's going to come up. And the healing comes from feeling the exhalation, feeling the let go, feeling the sensations of letting go. Breathe in. Empty it out. Sit up. Down dog. Half pigeon. Be intentional in creating the physical foundation of the pose. It's how we, we know that we're, we're growing. One way we know that we're growing in our practice is that we're coming back to the fundamentals. The rudimentary fundamental work of any art is the path to mastery. The simple stuff that can get overlooked and then just going really deep with the simple stuff. This is the, just the fundamentals, the first principle of organizing your pose in a healthy, dynamic, powerful way is being intentional in creating your physical foundation. So whatever's touching the floor, what is your forehead? You're not on the right side of the center of the forehead or the left side. You're right precisely in the center of the forehead. The weight, your neck relaxed, your jaw relaxed, your in-breath and out-breath even in duration. You're listening. You're a composer. You pull one breath in and the tension in your throat creates a certain tone and that sound will pull you in or not. So you're just arranging the throat in a, in a way where the tone of your breath is seductive. You listen to the breath. It takes training. So in the beginning, it does, you know, it's like the breath doesn't lure you in. It's even, we're lucky if we learn, if we're breathing. And over time, we come back and we start taking more in-breaths. We breathe out intentionally, more. And then the practice starts to reveal itself to us. You're not learning it. You're discovering it. A moment-to-moment practice. The courage to begin again. To drop everything and to be right here with the earth underneath your forehead, under your arms, hands. Knowing the air is exiting through the nose when you're breathing out. Knowing the air is entering through the nose and you're breathing in. If you're drifting off, lost in thought, you, even, you can even know that. You can see that. Just bringing things into view. That's it. When our eyes are open, we train focusing our eyes externally on one point. When our eyes are closed, we train focusing our eyes internally on one point. It's amazing how the breath keeps that inner eye, the eye of Shiva, awake and clear. It's the eye of possibility. It's connected right to your heart. Take a breath in. Empty it out. Oh, sorry. Sit up. Double pigeon.
If you do classical double pigeon, what you're looking for when you look down at your shins is that your shins are stacked. Now, if you've got shallow hip sockets, that won't work too well. You can just cross your shins, and you can put a block on the outside of your ankles. That'll support the ankles so they don't um, lose neutrality. Keep the feet neutral. Bring these up a little more. Yeah. And bow forward. You good? You can sense it when you, when you lose the tension in your ankles, the stieta in the ankles. It's no good on the knees. You want to keep the knees engaged, the tendons and the ligaments around the knees, protected from being injured. So flex your feet. A few more counts. Yeah, and if you're doing double pigeon, you can't feel your sitting bones on the ground. Put a block underneath your left knee and feel your sitting bones. Get right down to the foundation. Breathe them. Empty out. Sit up. Switch legs. Close your eyes and go in, inside the body, inside the feet inside the knees, inside the hips, inside the shoulders. You turn around, it's like you're doing a U-turn. Close your eyes and you turn inward. What you're cultivating as a yoga student through the physical practice, you're moving your limbs and your digits and the bones in order to access awareness of the body. I mean, you can move all you want, but if you don't move with breath, and every single movement with breath, so when you breathe in, the body expands. When you breathe out, the body contracts. That's vinyasa. Over time, the, the movements become refined to the point where the science is an art. It starts awakening not just the limbs and the muscles and the flesh, but a part of us that would just be dormant. There's an old saying, it's the true tragedy of life is not death. It's what dies inside of us while we're still alive. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Fill up your lungs. Pull in more. Pull in more. Empty it out. All of it now. Don't hold on to any. Get that air out. All right. Sit up. Extended seated forward bend. Start with your knees bent and bring your belly or your chest flat on your thigh bones. Create some good sukha, good space so you can awaken your back body. Now relax your neck, grab your feet, and put a block at the bottom of your feet. Now start straightening your legs and you'll feel the body start tightening up, right? More stieta. Find the balance of stieta sukha right in the middle. Start scooting your hips back a little more. Firm up your thigh muscles. Relax your neck. Breathe in. Empty it out. Sit up. Inverted table. Five. Bring your hands behind you. Your fingertips can face the front of the studio, the side walls. Four. Now there's a variation. You could keep your legs straight, but you want to get your feet flat with your legs straight. Three. Two. 
<laughs> Come down. Frog. <clears throat> oh, did I say frog? Yeah, I meant it, frog. Do it, do it now, though. You don't want to get um, hijacked from the vinyasa. Fold your mats over. Get in there, yeah, yeah. Get in there. Fold your mats over at the ends. Remember, the pose never ends. You're always in it. Make transitions, poses. Your poses are bookends. You see, you do the physical work of the form, creating forms and shapes of the body to bring your awareness to a part of you that you can't see. You can feel it. You can't see it, though. You can't touch it. It's the soul work. So let's do a, let's do a couple um, fit check-ins, physical measures. If you, are, if you look down at your knees right now and you drew a chalk line between your knees from one knee to the other knee, your hips are above that line. Now, a lot of the times, the hips will be behind that line because your knees can go further apart. So if you separate, if you bring your hips forward towards Harvard Street and then separate your knees as far as they go, otherwise what will happen is that you'll be fortifying the tension in your hips. You've got to get to the point where there's no more space and then all that tension that's holding you into a frozen, you're kind of frozen in time, it starts to melt away. Joe, let's move you up a little bit. Oh, see, that's why. Yeah, that's why. You can put a block underneath your forearms. You know, and if you've got, you got stuff going on the knees or anything, you could also do this on your back with your feet against the wall. Now, look, the pose is, the pose is um, it's a safe, safe pose. For a lot of us, if we're not familiar with frog, a lot of psychological stuff comes up because a lot of psychological stuff festers in the hips. The body's like a sponge, you know, and... Um, who you hang around with, what you're eating, the conversations you had today, who you were with, what space you were in. Your whole body absorbs that space. Just as it absorbs the space in the room, like the goodness that's in the room. It takes a lot for people to be here. I, I know that. I've been practicing a while and I practice every day. I'm in the room a couple, like two or three classes a day. I know how intense the practice is, and I know how intense life is. And um, when we get here, the intensity of the practice just brings life into view. It's like right in our face. And we have an opportunity to create a space where we're not reactive. Reactivity comes up, but this is where your power and freedom lie. In that little space between the impulse and the reaction. Tilt the front of the pelvis up. Okay, you see, you, you know the way you can feel this is if you let your butt, st butt stick out, like you turn into a sway back. You don't want that. You want to lift the front of the pelvis up and now press the hips back. Good. We'll do a couple more minutes. Two more minutes. Okay, stay in. It's not a big deal. You know, there's people in the hospital right now that would, no, for real, like a lot of people who would change spaces with you right now for the next minute. No problem. You're just feel, it's just a feeling. It's just a sensation. It's just a feeling. 
and it's going to pass. And there's no judgment. If you need to come out of the pose, I, you can come out of the pose. You can. It's not wrong. But your practice is staying in and just beginning again. Renewing your vows with what matters most. And as I get older, I, I start to see I, I'm, I'm that part of me that knows what I want to have happen in life with my parents, with my sister, with my craft, my art, my businesses. That part of me that was kind of dormant, with more practice, you get really clear with what you want to have happen. And what we want to have happen is health. We want to be healthy. We want longevity. We don't want to suffer. And we realize, wow, if I can just get to my mat and breathe in and breathe out, a lot will be resolved. A lot of suffering, unnecessary suffering disappears. Just from having excess tension, the body is like, it's harrowing on the nervous system. Okay, that was longer than a minute. You did good. Come out. You get bonus points. Lay on your back. Waterfall. Or do shoulder stand. If you want to do headstand and shoulder stand, do headstand, then shoulder stand. But make this transition sound. Make it powerful. This is the soul work. Beginning again. Get back to your foundation. What matters most in a yoga pose? It's the body's relationship to the floor. Are you stable? Once you're stable, you can breathe. You can remember. You can remember the whole body ignites. It's not just a physical practice and a workout. It's a work in. It's remembering what matters most and being be a stand for that every day. Point your legs and point your feet. Well, point your feet and that'll stop pulling energy through the legs. You want to make your legs like a, a candle flame in a quiet room. Feel your body cool down. There's poses that heat us up, like sun salutations. I can't imagine, like 99.99% of the yoga practices I do, I always do sun salutations. It's just like a miracle, um, what would we call that? What would we call the sun? Choreography? A physical choreography that um, ignites the soul. And then doing those twists for our vitality sequence, wow. And then doing the four balancing poses on our legs. Into the back bends and the hip openers, finally getting to rest, deep rest. It's perfect fitness. It's the foundation for everything that's good in my life. Practice, being present, telling the truth. You can take your feet to the floor behind you and curl your toes under. You can take your knees by your ears and pinch your temples. Mm -hmm. 
Feeling that tremendous heat and energy, prana, life energy, raw energy just sweep through the body and clean house. And then we get to rest in our body and recognize this is our home. It's always a homecoming. Meditation. I try to meditate every day. I miss a few days a week. You know, Sometimes I'll meditate twice a day, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, and then maybe 10 minutes at night. But man, every time I meditate, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm like, good thing I did that. And that's cumulative. That's a good thing that I did all that meditation. I look back at my life. It's like I wouldn't be the person I am right now. And I'm proud and I love who I am. You can take your blocks out of the way. Bring your pelvis to the floor. Bring your knees into your chest. Give yourself a squeeze. Straighten your left leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the right. Sometimes we, we get that, you know. I mean, I've been training for a lot, and I've been training teachers and watching just like this, the negative, the default, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough. It's just stuff is that just the recordings in our head. Just to take our attention off thoughts and all that, that narrative, just for a moment, we, we develop the knack of that, and we want more of it, no matter how tough it is to sit and do nothing or practice here and move in the heat. Something pulls us towards that. So we can rest deep and relate from the heart. Come back to the middle. Pull your knees into your chest. Straighten your right leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the left. Close your eyes. You feel your eyelids, no tension around the brow, no tension, jaw, no tension, shoulders at ease. Come back to the middle, pull your knees into your chest. Bring the bottoms of your feet together, drop your knees out to the side and close your eyes. Sometimes with meditation, well, with meditation, you'll sit perhaps for months, years, and just be in thought the whole time. Efforting not to scratch, efforting not to move. But if you keep doing it and you keep practicing, something's revealed. Non-doing, the practice of non-doing. It's almost like you have to do non-doing. It's not passive. You have to be intentional about letting everything go. Start with your body, the, the tension around the shoulders, the legs. Now, we don't want any more sound with the breath, so you want to let go of any tension in your throat. We'll, um, we'll take one more breath out together. Well, together we'll breathe out, okay? Fill your lungs. Open your mouth, let it go. Practice listening generously.
Breathe in. Empty it out. Roll over onto your right. Keep your eyes closed. Sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Let's clear it out. Take a breath in. Empty it out. Three ohms. to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good job, you guys. Good job. Nice work. All right, go have a beautiful night. Go get water, get some um, electrolytes, and um, stay on your feet, okay? When you get up, don't spray your blocks, okay? I'm going to dunk them tonight. Don't spray them. Just put them um, next to Mary over there in purple and blue piles, okay? And um, I'm going to go try my watermelon. I got a watermelon today at Trader Joe's, $4.99. And someone, you know, one of my students called me yesterday, and I go, watch out, there's watermelons at Trader Joe's, and I got it, it's not ready. And then I went to Trader Joe's and tapped on it, and it started singing to me. So I'm going to go try it. Enjoy your night. Go get some fruit. It's good for your body. Take care, you guys.